You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Jalen Sidlow of Celestial Custom Dog Services in Tampa Bay. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-287-2876. That's 844-287-2876. We welcome your calls and questions about your pets when you call into that number. Zach Buden. Hello. And he'll put you on the line with us. That's 844-287-2876. The show is produced in-house by the ever-so-lovely Lexi Lapp. Hi. Hi, Lexi. She's always hey. so excited. <laughs> you can just hear it in her voice. <laughs> Everybody's sick in this room, though. Not me. Well, I thought you were sick. No, I was just tired from the trip. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Well, joining us in a couple of minutes will be David Fry, the voice of Westminster. He's going to be filling us in about, you know, some of the backgrounds and so on and so forth. We took about 4,000 pictures, which you can see on our website at TalkinPets.com through Facebook and Twitter. But join us. Give us a call at 844-287-2876. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Styling, violin, living it up in the city. Got chucks on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself, I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi And I'm Zach Buden. I'm grooving. Do you like Bruno Mars? I love Bruno Mars. It's fine. You don't like Bruno Mars? I I've never heard this that song. This is like one I'm of sorry. my favorite songs from Bruno Mars, too. I mean, it's like you can really dance to the song. Y'all are much more rounded in like... You're normal, more country. More, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'll go to the opera before I'd listen to this. Really? Oh, yeah. I love this because this, this has like a swing to it, like a... Like a big band pop kind of sound, and just great song if you're if you're out to dance to this. Lexi, we'll have to go dance into this. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's a great song to dance to, so uh, it, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's Bruno Mars. But once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. We are back in the house. Got a cold? Can you hear it? A little bit. Yeah, I'm snu- I'm snuffy. <laughs> but you got your skin back. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. <laughs> Um, you know, we were just out for the 139th uh, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show in New York City. We were broadcasting, as you know, live from there last week. It was awesome. Crazy times, but, um, you know, that's live radio and everything, and um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of people of stopped by. Um, Jane Bright stopped by from mm-hmm. uh, Survivor, which is always uh, oh, fascinating was, for me. It was great. Yeah, and then, um, you know, everybody, like Bash Deber was there. We had the whole gang. Jerry Grimick, of course, the doggy concierge at Hotel Penn. Um, the whole gang was there. Was and um, so it was a good time. And a lot of extra other people stopped by, and dogs everywhere. And so it's always cool. But the weather. <gasps> 
horrific. Yeah. One of the coldest years, and I've been there for decades, and yep. it was very, very cold. It was. It had to be. I mean, I was telling people the same thing. I mean, look at me. I'm sick again. I, I, I've had this cold three times in a matter of three months, and I, I get rid of it, and then it comes back. I get rid of it, it comes back, and I guess I knew going up to New York that probably <laughs> it was going to come back. There was one night that I walked out. Uh, I was out with friends, and... They, it's funny because they took a cab and I thought, oh, I'll just grab a cab. You know, don't worry, you're going downtown or I'm going uptown. So um, I'll grab a cab. My own. <laughs> Didn't happen. I mean, and it was the worst night in New York City. Snow was coming down. The wind was blowing about 60 miles an hour. Um, and I'm standing outside this bar with no cab. But then <laughs> all of a sudden this Uber guy pulls up to me. Like this SUV, like I'm waiting yeah. for these men in black suits to jump out and grab me and throw me <laughs> to the back of the, the back of the, the SUV. And all of a sudden, I'm standing there, and the guy rolls down the window, and he's like, you want to ride? I'm like, uh, no, I'm waiting for a cab. Was, <laughs> and was I didn't cool. know who he was. And he was like, I'm Uber. And I looked in the back window, and then mm-hmm. it said Uber. And he had this little sign. I'm like, anybody could stick an Uber sign in their car. Probably. And um, he's he's like, 30 bucks. I'll give you a ride. I'm like, what? I'm going nine blocks. I'm not paying you $30. Take me nine. He goes, well, then die and freeze. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> and I was so cold. I was like dying and freezing. I, I literally was in tears. Well, it was so cold. Sunday morning, it was one degree because I went to Bonham's for the AKC brunch, which was incredible and wonderful. And then we decided to go ice skating afterwards in Rockefeller Center, and it was one degrees. Oh, and I was and like, then you're, okay, then you're on top it. of ice. Uh, that's it. <laughs> but it, but it was weird. Like I I started walking looking for a cab, and I I went two blocks down, and there goes the Uber guy going by again, and I'm like, no, I'm still not not going. And um, so then all of a sudden I'm walking and walking, literally dying. My face felt like it was breaking <laughs> off, and it really did. It literally did. I I I scratched a part of my nose, and all my skin peeled yep. off. It was so cold. It cracked <laughs> off. I mean, here I am looking like like somebody beat me up for the rest of the show. And um, but finally, I did get a cab, and I'm literally in the back seat of this cab, going to the cab driver. Oh my God, you saved my life! Oh, that's too funny. That we should have had on film. Oh, it was so cold. I mean, I got back to my hotel room at Hotel Penn, and I was just like, oh, I, I jumped in the in my king size bed. I was cuddled by pillows and blankets galore. It too was funny. it was, oh, and then here I get a cold. Um, so you know, and then I got an eye infection too. I think my my tear ducts froze. They might have. <laughs> so well, we came back to cold weather too. Yeah, we did actually. I mean, the sun's shining during the day. In the southeast, snow, actually, it got very cold. And today um, was lovely. Today was gorgeous. Yes, was not to rub degrees. it in rest of America, but it was yep. seventy degrees here today. Tomorrow's gonna be even nicer. Yeah. So, well, paid for it in New York though. But boy, what a trip! Uh, uh, Westminster is always a great thing. You know, there's always so much going on, so much to see, so much to do. New York in itself. And you don't have to make something happen; it's gonna happen. Right. Just, it just excitement everywhere. Oh yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll tell you a story about the subway later. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's it's always fascinating out there, and there's so much to see. And David Fry, the voice of Westminster, is going to be joining us in a couple of minutes. He is sick as well. Yep. But talk about. I, I don't know if it's good timing or not, but at least he had his voice for the show. Yes. Um, because they broadcast on CNBC on Monday night and then on USA Networks on Tuesday night. Right. And David needs that voice. Yes, he um, does. And, you know, when you work in radio, they can't look at your pretty face all the time. they gotta, <laughs> they got to listen to what's going on. So, and my apologies now. Not that I have a pretty face. But my voice is kind of shattered right now, but to a degree, I think. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. You can sound stuffed bad? up. A little stuffy. Yeah. But, um... That means I'm drying up, I think. Because my nose is running like a faucet. I couldn't get it to stop. I swear, I'm giving you a bottle of coconut oil to take with you next year. It will save your life. 
Do I drink it or put it on my body? You can do all of the above. Oh, wow. You can put it up your nose. You can gargle with it and swallow it. I'm you can put it on nose. your skin. <laughs> <laughs> put it through your hair and, you know, put it on your your meals. It just It's like the feel-good thing. Huh? So it's edible. Very. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have to send some to David because he's going to be coming on in a couple of minutes. Just to fill us in, I'm curious because I, all these years, I've been doing, I think, Westminster since 1994, somewhere around there maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, a long time. And for a couple of years, I didn't do it. Well, about two or three years because I had a heart attack. So um, I took a couple of years off, you know, from traveling and stuff. It was kind of difficult. But um, so got back into it. And it's always a great event. And David's so wonderful. Um, you know, just a great guy. Very and personable. It, he always, like, work, works with us and everything and sets us up and stuff. So I really appreciate that. Same thing with Jerry Grimick over at Hotel Penn. It's, it's a great time there. <laughs> he is... That guy is a bundle of energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, he's the doggy concierge at Hotel Penn. And, and the nice thing about Hotel Penn is that it's not just during Westminster. If you're going to New York and you want to bring your pet with you, it's a great hotel to do 365 it. 365 days a year, it's dog soluble. Exactly. Um, so, boy, he's like on Red Bull 24-7. He swears it's kale and spinach, but... <laughs> well, he is a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I mean, I would like to try that but i don't know i mean the last time i tried giving up red meat i gave it up for three years and i lost so much weight i couldn't keep weight on me you don't have to give i do that with my energy shakes every morning with my vegetables and my kale and my spinach and broccoli and then i throw fresh you know berries in there it's amazing and i will still sit down with a steak and i love lamb can't stop me there and seafood Uh. (laughs) you know (laughs) poor thing (laughs) Well, we we were out to dinner the one night in New York, and um, we were at Don uh, Don Giovanni's, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden on Ninth and Forty Fourth. Yep, my my friend Devin was actually sitting next to me at the table, and he ordered veal. Boy, did I read him the riot act! Really? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I'm sorry, but there's one thing. I mean, I do eat red meat myself and everything, but because I was at that's et cetera, a personal et cetera, choice et for me. The next night, eating veal with my friends. Right. See, I'm not a veal <laughs> eater because it's a baby calf. I mean, yeah. it's just six months in a crate all its life, never sees sunlight, and that's just horrific to me. And you know, people eat red meat. I eat meat all the time, but you know, there's welfare and humanity, and these poor little creatures don't have it. Living in a box for six months. Eat more chicken. I do eat more chicken, actually. Um, But you are listening to Talking Pets, and we want to talk with you. Pick up the phone, give us a call. And David Fry is going to be coming on with us, the voice of Westminster, if you've got a question for him. 844-287-2876. 844-287-2876. You're listening to Talking Pets. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, give 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. At the 139 Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, the Hound Dogs, Sporting Hounds, man's indispensable partner in the pursuit of game, were developed before man came to defend on firearms. Now, hounds come in many sizes and shapes, bred for work with game in places as varied as the Arctic and Africa. Now, basically, the hounds are known by how they track game, sight, or scent. Athens, Salukis, and others of the Greyhound family locate their game by sight and with their remarkable speed, run it to ground. Others, like the foxhound, basset, or bloodhound, trail by scent, giving voice all the while so the hunter can follow. Dachshunds kill underground and otter hounds in the water. There are 32 breeds or varieties in the hound group at the 139 Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Number four was the black and tan coonhound. Number three, the otter hound. Number two, the bloodhound. And the number one dog in the Hound Dog Group at the 139 Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show was the 15-inch Beagle. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. And right now, of course, we want to welcome onto the program Talking Pets, the voice of Westminster himself, <laughs> Mr. David Fry. Hey, David, how you doing? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. I'm uh, a little bit of a recovery mode after a long couple of weeks, but uh, we're ready to go. Bring on the next one. You know, it's it, it's funny. We were talking about the voices. I mean, a lot of us are, a lot of us got sick because in New York it was so cold. Um, but you're you know, we were saying before you came on air with this that luckily you kind of got your sickness or your cold after Monday Tuesday night because you had your voice, the voice of Westminster for CNBC and USA networks, which were broadcasting the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. So that was kind of a given grace. It's always a race to see who runs out first, my voice or, or our TV coverage. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I managed to hold on. There have, been, there have been years where I've had a tube shoved up my nose and been sprayed with xylocaine or something to get me through. Get me through. But um, we had a great time. Anyway, and I'm doing a lot of talking because we're so excited about this dong and about our show. Yeah, I was thrilled at the beagle. That was my, that was my vote right yeah. from the beginning because I used to breed beagles way back when, you know, with my family because we used to breed them for hunting and all. And um, so it was, I've always been a beagle fan. So when the beagle won, I was just ecstatic. Yeah, it's a beautiful dog. I mean, it it really was overshadowed going into it by by the uh, Portuguese water dog who had 134 best in show yep. last year alone. And uh, Swagger, the old English sheepdog, who had uh, who's got over 100 best in shows, too. Now, the Beagle has 20 best in shows now with this Westminster one, and that's, that's uh, not too bad either. But, uh, you know, when you're lined up at the end and have seven great dogs in there, you can point just about anywhere. And, and uh, the Beagle was a fun winner for us. 
What do you think, David? I mean, because it seems like I mean, there's always that dog that comes out on the main floor there at the at, at the garden and gets the crowd just goes crazy. And Swagger seemed to be that one dog he was as my well. Vote, even though I do love Miss P, he was my vote. The uh, the New York sports fan seems to love those big shaggy dogs. They they love Swagger. They love uh, they love the Basset Hound. They love the Beagle. They love uh, the German Shepherd. There's there are definitely some crowd favorites without any regard to. Uh, what the dog has in terms of a record or anything like that, they just always go for those dogs, and so the beagle is an easy is an easy favorite in there. But yeah, Swagger was getting a lot of getting a lot of uh, props, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. Now, now I had a lot of people come up to me, David, and and say things like, "Oh, why isn't why isn't the the big dog ever win? It's always the small dog." A lot of big dogs win, but some big dogs well, won, of course. Well, we had the, the Scottish Deerhound a couple of years ago, so that's a pretty dog. Yep, Hickory. Yeah. And um, we had, um, just a few years before that, we had the new feet, uh, Jack. Um, that's right. There's been Good a lot job, of big dogs. Um, um, 2004. Dobrons, yep. But on the stats, is it usually the smaller dogs that kind of uh, outweigh the bigger dogs, like in, in wins for best in show? Well, we've, we've been dominated by terriers through the year, so I guess, yeah, they're a little bit smaller there. But... Um, but I think it's wide open. Any dog can win it, and, and uh, you don't have to be big or small or, or anything. That's not really a requirement. The requirement is how close do you fit that standard, that standard of perfection, if you will. And the charisma. The specimen of your breed. And then when it comes down to the end, how, how, what kind of a show are you putting on? Yep. You know, I, an old-time dog show judge once said to me, it's a dog show, and you got a show. And that's what it comes down to. I thought the Beagle did put on a great show, and I'm... And uh, the other dogs, you know, got to watch him. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I mean, the, the Beagle did extremely well. But what the, does does the judge, and first off, like, how do they pick a judge? Like, where's the judge come from? So I, I know people on TV are looking at these people going, how does that person become a judge? Well, our show committee picks the judges, and it's, it's always somebody who's got great standing in the sport, uh, that we have great faith in their knowledge and ability and integrity. And uh, that was the case certainly this year, just as it always is, that, that Judge Merriam is, a, is a, 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 a criminal court judge as well, or he's retired from that, but that was his career. He had a long time in the dog show world as a, a bull terrier breeder and actually as a past chairman of the board of, uh, of the American Kennel Club. So he has a lot, of, uh, a lot going for him in the dog show world. You know, when people are looking on, again, on television and they're watching the dog being, you know, on lead, uh, prancing back and forth, you know, up and down, they're all, I know they're also looking at the handlers. And does the judge also look at the way the handler handles the dog, or mainly is that judge just focused on the dog itself? Well, yes and no. We say the best handlers are invisible, that uh, they are the ones that, that make the strongest points of the dog come out. and. And if they're distracting from the judge's ability to see that or to look at that, then uh, then that's not a good job of handling. They have to be, they have to be uh, invisible and 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 very well trained and and uh, and getting things to happen. Because I noticed that, like when I was watching the show there on the floor, and it was like I noticed not a lot, but maybe two or three handlers that I was just kind of like, hmm. I mean, I, I literally came out in my head. I was like, wow, I really don't like the way they're showing this dog. It was more about them than it was the dog, and it can't be that way. Yeah, my focus. That's right. It's a, it, the 
dogs are the stars, not the handlers. And right. The handlers have to do everything that they can to let the, to let the dogs be the stars. So. Yeah, and it was um, like that's. I guess that's kind of what I thought was like when all of a sudden my focus went to the handler and away from the dog, and I didn't think that was such a good thing. I but, didn't get that feeling on any of the dogs in the final seven. I thought they were all pretty well presented. Um, but during the course of the night, yeah, you see some on occasion, and, and right. it's not it's not intentional necessarily. It's just that that's the way they are. We a lot of excitement and nerves out there. Hey, David, don't oh, go away. It's not, it's not don't go away. We got to take a little break. We'll give you a little break here to take some cold medicine, and we'll be right back with David Fry, <laughs> the voice of <laughs> Westminster. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't go away. We'll be right back with David Fry, the voice of Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and uh, we want to find out a little bit about uh, Angel on a Leash and also his other uh, love. Take take uh, take the lead. So we're going to find out a little bit more about that when we come back and what's uh, going on in the future, of course, for Miss P. But this is Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. And again, 844-287-2876 is our number. You're listening to Talking Pets. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Hi, I'm Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady. I travel from coast to coast to pet trade shows and consumer events to scout out what the hottest, hippest, and most unique pet products are on the planet, bringing you tips and tricks from top veterinarians, groomers, trainers on how to safely travel and live happily with your pets. The Pet Lady will be in a city near you, showing off the latest and greatest tech pet gadgets, cozy comforts, and fab gift ideas for man's and woman's best friend. You can learn more at thepetlady.net or connect socially and tweet with me at PetLadyWorld. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. February 17th, dogs of all shapes, sizes, colors, and breeds proudly strut up for millions as part of the 139th annual Westminster Dog Show. With a Talking Pets News Brief, I'm Lexi Lapp. The competition was tough. Matisse, a Portuguese water dog and winner of the working group category, was said by many to be the favorite. There was Rocket, a Shih Tzu, owned by Patty Hurst, winner of the toy group, and several other amazing dogs like Swagger, an old English sheepdog who seemingly had no eyes but was a crowd favorite. But no, only one could be take home best in show, and the lucky pup was Miss P, a 15-inch Canadian beagle. So who is Miss P, and how did she beat over 2,700 contestants to take home the Westminster Best in Show title? 
She has won a total of 19 Best in Show titles, a number seen as skimpy when compared to Matisse, two, Matisse's 238 titles. She's only the second Beagle to ever win at Westminster. She is the great-grandniece of Uno, the first Beagle to ever win Best in Show in 2008. Her handler, Will Aglander, spoke for the dog afterwards. She's hungry and I'm overwhelmed, he said. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp. I paid my dues Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes and you are listening to Talkin' Pets. Hey, don't forget, by the way, you can go to TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. If you look in the news section, you can find out uh, a lot of information about the guests that were on our show for the uh, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Everyone from uh, David Fry to Bash Deeper, and the list goes on. So don't forget, check out TalkinPets.com. And also join us on Facebook and Twitter. Because uh, if you were part of our Facebook family, which we've got about 22,000 of you right now on our Facebook and Twitter, you got to experience all the pictures and all and all the information that we posted on Facebook and Twitter during the event. Approximately uh, 4,000 pictures, actually, to... uh, and I've already got the comments <laughs> and, uh, you know, all the people saying how they love the pictures. So there was a lot to see about it. So if you still join us, so you can uh, join Facebook and Twitter at TalkinPets.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, TalkinPets.com. We are speaking with David Fry. We'll be back with him in just a second. Uh, he's the voice of Westminster. David, a very good friend of ours. And, of course, you saw him on CNBC Monday night if you were watching the show, uh, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and on USA Network, of course, as well on Tuesday night. The event takes place every year and it's the uh, oldest event animal event next to the kentucky derby yes. once again you are listening to talking pets And you are listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Buden. You know, we are the champions. If, that, if any dog looked like a champion, it was that Beagle. Oh, Miss yep. P, actually, she was just like, she strutted. And I was watching. There's a video on uh, that I posted on our homepage of uh-huh. TalkingPets.com, uh, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. And on that video, you'll see her um, that somebody else took. Uh, I guess it was uh, USA. Was USA Network took it, and it was um, you could see her just the, the elegance of her, oh, and the strut, and the smile on her face. It was just it was amazing. And um, so she knew she did. I'm up tight, close with Uno, and I saw so much of him and her. It was insane. I loved it. So Dave, David, um, you know, I, I understand. Was there? An, there's a Westminster app too, right? That people can follow. Yes, there is. Uh, you have the ability to look at all the breed judging live that took place during the day. Of course, it's not live now, but uh, there's a show guide and, and help you learn about the breeds and do other things. So, yeah, we're very proud of that. What, I just want to make one quick note here. Westminster is the second longest continuously held sporting event, not just dogs or animals, but the second longest continuously held sporting event behind wow. only the Kentucky Derby. So we're very proud of that. No, congratulations. Long running and, and deservedly so. It's a phenomenal show. Fantastic show. And I, and the thing is, it's great to watch it on TV, but it's even to be there in oh, person. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's hands down. I mean, to fill the seats next year, everybody, 2016, mm-hmm. it'll be here before you know it. I know. 
I get uh, I get people all the time calling me to say it's their on their bucket list that they want to come. They want to bring their <laughs> wife for Valentine's Day. They want to come visit New York. Come to the dog show. Um, it's an anniversary present, a birthday present, whatever. They all want to get here at least once in their life. So it's great fun for us. It's neat too because New York City actually lights up the sky with the colors of Westminster too, don't they? Yes, that's they right. So for the last uh, eleven years, twelve years, twelve years now since two thousand and four. We've had the Empire State Building lit in the colors of Westminster, purple and gold, mm-hmm. on the night of the show. So uh, we're a great part of the New York atmosphere, if you will, and landscape. And, and uh, I think people see that and they think of it right away. They say, well, the dog show must be in town. So <laughs> you know, with that. And we took probably about 4,000 pictures that we posted on our Facebook and Twitter. Oh, um, God. So, yeah, amazing. And then Westminster has theirs, which is uh, Facebook, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. And then Twitter is WKC Dogs, correct? Yes, that's correct. So people can actually visit that, too. How many, like, in each one of the, the groups, actually, there's there's hundreds of dogs that competed. Like, the sporting breeds, there was, what, 473. The hound breeds, 409. Working breeds, 427. Terrier breeds, 327. Toy breeds, 368. Non-sporting breeds, 311. Herding breeds 308, and these dogs all compete at the benching, which takes place before the actual evening shows of Westminster, and people can attend that too, correct? That's right. The benching is where the dogs set up to be groomed and, and uh, interact with the public. It's the great thing about this dog show is that uh, spectators can, uh, can interact with them when they're not being shown. Uh, you know, you can't run in the back and, and hug uh, Carmelo Anthony, for example, from the Knicks, but you can do that with the dogs. You can talk to the owners and the handlers and the breeders and find out about these dogs, find out if maybe it's the right dog for you, if it matches your lifestyle, um, and and just it will fit your family if you're looking for a dog. And also, too, um, I noticed, like, I don't know if you noticed, Julie, but um, this year during Westminster, there was probably about two or three uh, breeds that were on the lineup but weren't on the floor. I, did not one show up, or did not one get picked? Did you notice that? Well, I, I noticed. We I know that we had two English foxhounds entered, and neither one of them showed up. So we didn't have an English foxhound in the hound group. In the toy group, the Pekingese uh, asked to be excused. The handler asked to be excused. Something wasn't right with his dog, and and uh, and he walked out. So that's the amazing that part. It. But other than that, we have it. We have a dog of every breed of 192 breeds and varieties. Mm-hmm. And uh, something for everybody. There's always something going on, you know. It's oh, always it's it's just amazing what you see and what you experience, and that's why I say it's great watching it on TV. And you can be comfortable on your couch eating your bonbons and you know sipping your wine. But it's nice to actually be there. And the agility went well, over we really well that, on Sunday too. Yeah, we hope that we're giving uh, that we're giving people some lessons about the dogs. We're educating them about the dogs. You know, these dogs uh, originally all bred. We bred them all to do jobs for us. And nowadays, because of the invention of the snowmobile or, or other things, the dogs don't get to do those things for us. Uh, but that their history shapes their personalities and their temperaments uh, in a way that we know what we love and they, we know that they'll fit for us and it's something that appeals to us. So we hope that we're giving that, that lesson to people out there who are watching us. Now, this year, as Julie was just saying, was the second annual uh, Agility Championships. How'd that go this year, David? Well, once again, it went great. We uh, we increased our entry limit, so we had more dogs, 330 dogs, 
and uh, and we raised the requirement to be there. It had to have a master's title, so uh, it was more competitive than it was the first year, and uh, it went over very well. It was televised. The finals, Saturday night finals, were televised on Sunday, and, and it's a great fun sport for everybody. The, the fun thing for us is that uh, not only is, is it the fastest growing sport in the dog world, it also allows for the competition of mixed breed dogs. So that's a first for Westminster uh, since the early 1870s, back in our very first days. And the winner of agility was Tex. Tex, a border collie. Um, lots of border collies entered, of course, but uh, that dog just blew right through the course. It was amazing. Beautiful, beautiful thing to watch. Rue uh, was uh, the mixed breed, the t- best mixed breed dog, uh, once again, duplicating its win from the previous year. So, so we're excited about that. We're excited about being able to expand what we do. And, and uh, we also had hosted, partnered with the American Kennel Club to host Meet the Breeds on Saturday. And uh, that was phenomenally uh, successful as well. How was your visit uh, with Miss P to uh, Donald Trump? <laughs> he loves the dogs. He's very gracious and, uh, and, and a wonderful guy for uh, all of us. Uh, says hello to everybody, shakes hands, poses for pictures, uh, smiling, laughing, having a good time. And, and uh, I love that's a tradition we started about six or seven years ago. And, and uh, I'm glad that we can keep that going. But we also did a lot of other things on that. On that trip, we, we on our post-show visit, we went up in the Empire State Building to the tower like all the champions do. We uh, fed steak to, to Miss P at Sardi's restaurant in, yeah. in the theater district. Um, we, of course, got on all the talk shows. We were on the Today Show. We were on The View. We were on Shepard Smith on Fox. Uh, we were on Keith Olbermann. We were... Uh, we were we helped close the nightly news with Lester Holt, and she had a walk-on role in Kinky Boots. Ah, that's cool. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah, great fun. Yeah, it sounds and, like- and she kind of finished her tour the next day with a couple of things, including a visit to the Ronald McDonald House, uh, where she got to visit the pediatric oncology patients wow. and make them smile. So that was a great a great couple of days for her. That's fantastic. And no wonder why you lost your voice and everything and you're sick. <laughs> you, had, you had a lot of running around to do as too. Hey, I got to ask you before we say goodbye, um, I want to ask you, of course, about Angel on a Leash and Take the Lead. These are two organizations that you're very uh, faithful to, of course. And uh, can you just fill us in a little bit about uh, Angel on a Leash? Sure. Angel on a Leash is, is my charity that creates and administers uh, therapy dog programs in different healthcare facilities around the country that... Um, whether it's, it's uh, children's hospitals or the Ronald McDonald House where we're visiting kids. Um, I also visit at the VA hospital with my Brittany Grace, and it's just a great practice. We hope that more people will think about doing something like that with their own dog. It's, it's uh, something to do with your dog, the dog that you love, and, and do something in your community to help people in need. So I'm uh, very proud of that, and we hope that uh, people will look us up at angelonleash.org and uh, see what we can do to help them get get registered as a therapy dog team and find a place to visit. Angelonaleash.org. That's where you need to go to find out information, more information about Angel on a Leash. And Take the Lead, David? Well, Take the Lead is kind of limited to the dog show world. It's, for, uh, it's a charity that we've established. I'm a past board member uh, that, that provides financial 
and and other support for people who have life-threatening and devastating illnesses or other challenges in their life. They have to be people have to be involved uh, in the dog show world. So that's a little different thing, um, but it does wonderful things for our people, and we're, we're very proud of that. Well, David, as always, um, you know, we love you here at Talking Pets, and uh, personally, I love you as well. I thank you for everything every year. You do a great job. I, I always enjoy when you come on the show, and you know it's always an open invitation for you on this program as long as the program's on the air. So uh, anytime you want to come on and join us, you let me know. Thank you. It's always fun to be on with you guys. Thanks it's great talking much. with you again, David. Thanks, David. Rest up. Get some rest and get rid of that cold. <laughs> yeah, really. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> you for that one. Take care, David Fry. All right. That's David Fry, the voice of Westminster. You see him every year, of course, on the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, and uh, next year will be the 140th annual uh, Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Can you believe it's going to be 2016? You also see David, too, uh, the Yukonuba Show, the dog show um, on Thanksgiving Day. So that's Mm -hmm. another amazing dog show. You're listening to Talking Pets. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Hey there, pet parents. This is Christy Vaughn, host of The Doggy Dish. Do you love your furry companion? Do you love making him or her healthy treats but can't seem to find the time? Great news. The Doggy Dish is the perfect show for you. Every episode is chock full of healthy and easy recipes that are made with ingredients you most likely have on hand. Tune into The Doggy Dish for yummy and healthy recipes for your canine kids. Every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. At the 139th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, the Toy Dogs. Bred down to pocket size, Toy Dogs are popular in city and suburban households. Their special quality is their diminutiveness, which, when coupled with healthy bodies and happy temperaments, makes them ideally suited as the family pet. They often resemble their larger cousins in miniature form, the Pomeranian, unmistakably a Nordic dog, the Papillon, a little spaniel, The Toy Poodle, a tiny replica of dogs once used as retrievers in the field. There are 23 breeds or varieties in the toy group. At the 139th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, number 4, the Havanese. Number 3, the Yorkshire Terrier. Number 2, the Pomeranian. And number 1, at the 139th Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show in the toy group, 
was the Shih Tzu. To Talking Pets, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lab. And I'm Zach Buden. And you got a friend in us, Talking Pets. Don't forget, you can uh, become one of our friends at our Facebook and Twitter at TalkinPets.com. T A L K I N Pets.com. You'll see about 4,000 pictures that are posted <laughs> from the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. A lot to see. So um, join us on Facebook and Twitter. Go to TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. It's T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. A couple of facts out there. Westminster Kennel Club was established in 1877, making it America's oldest organization dedicated to the support of purebred dogs. One of the oldest sports first held in 1877, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show is America's second longest continuously held sporting event behind only what, Julie? Behind, oh, behind what event? I was getting kissed by Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> by the Kentucky Derby. Yes, she's French kissing over there. That's her French dog. <laughs> French bulldog. My French bulldog. Does look like a gargoyle. It does. <laughs> Non-sporting group. Uh, uh, it's got bat ears. Gargoyle with bat ears. It's so cute. This is Akira. Akira is adorable. Um, also, putting it into uh, perspective, Westminster predates the invention of the light bulb and the automobile, the building of the Brooklyn Bridge and the Washington Monument, the invention of basketball, and the establishment of the World Series. Also, since its first show 133 years ago, there have been 25 presidents and 12 states have joined the union. The dog show has outlasted three previous versions of Madison Square Garden and is currently being staged in MSG 4. Now, Westminster is televised. The first telecast of Westminster was in 1948, three years before I Love Lucy premiered. Wow. I love I Love Lucy. I do, too. Another fabulous redhead. <laughs> Can't beat that show. Lucy, <laughs> oh, so you have some splain to do. <laughs> Helping homeless dogs, a portion of the proceeds from Westminster's first show in 1877 was donated to the American Society of the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, ASPCA, to establish a home for stray and disabled animals. The Empire State Building honors WKC, the Empire State Building, first honored uh, Westminster by lighting its tower in the Westminster colors of, what are the colors, Jilly? Purple and gold. In 2004. Thousands of dogs. There have been over 300,000 dogs entered into Westminster shows. It's a lot of dogs. It's a lot of dogs. It is. 
It was so nice because I have such a lovely room with a view looking at the Empire State Building and watching the colors change, you know, every night. And they were doing, just before the show, they were doing the colors of the ribbons, you know, which are blue, red, yellow, and white. And then they were flashing up, you know, the gold and, and the purple at night. It was wonderful. Did you see, actually, um, when, the, of course, the best in show, as everybody knows now, was Miss P, the yes. beagle, the uh, 15-inch beagle. Yes. And um, th- when the ribbons came out, the gold and blue ribbons were mm-hmm. all out there on the on the trophy and everything, did you see her playing in them? Yeah. She was like... I, she was like loving on them. Oh, of course. She was all in them and everything like that. It, it, actually, the video is on our homepage at talkinpets.com, T A L K I N pets.com, if you want to see it. It's a cute video. It's only about a minute or so long. It's put out by USA Network. She's and, just um, darling. Yeah, absolutely adorable. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things that happened at that show that were really cute. There was the one, I think it was a min pin oh, uh, yeah, that yeah. jumped inside of the. Uh, inside the box. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Yep. Yeah, and that was amazing. I missed it like four times. They played it back, and then again later they played it again. And I still missed it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, what happened? The crowd was. Going, I was writing them. I was writing some notes, and all of a sudden it happened. I was like, what? Yeah, what? I was watching it on TV, and I like looked away. And when I looked back, it was in the box. Yeah, and same thing. Like, same thing. I was the same way. I was like, oh, that's so funny. And then they replayed it, and the the next time it replayed, I saw the dog in the box again. No, <laughs> same thing. Jumping in, I was like, come on. I was like, when am I going to so see funny. it actually happen? Yeah. There's always some great stuff to catch on that. Even in qualifications, there were some really hysterical moments with the dogs. Mm-hmm. I love the one part where all of a sudden one dog pooped on the floor. That and, always happens. And all of a sudden, like you see the guy come out with a little shovel, the little uh-huh. scooper pooper, pooper scooper, and he's like, "Don't look at me. You don't see me. I'm just scooping this poop right in." The, and boy, it was a big poop, and it wasn't just one pile. Dog kept going as it was walking. Oh yeah, <laughs> nerves. Wouldn't you be nervous out there? Come on. But I don't think I'm gonna poop in the middle of the floor with like thousands of people watching me. They don't have a choice. In per- like in person, let alone what sees you on TV, millions. So. Yeah, I just pooped myself. Thank you very much. And there's always a poop every show. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Got to go to the pooper. So congratulations to Miss P, the winner of the Best in Show, which the 15-inch Beagle. And a very special thanks to Mr. David Fry, the voice of Westminster. And um, you see him every year on CNBC and, of course, USA Network. And a great friend. Is that your dog? I think so. <laughs> what is she doing? She's tearing up your little pig that I think belongs to your cats. Yeah, well, so much for that cat toy. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets in this hour. Spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, make sure you go to your local animal shelter or your rescue group or a reputable breeder, of course, uh, if you're looking for your next pet. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And I'm Zach Butte. Thanks for joining us in this hour. We'll talk to you again very soon. Don't forget, join us on Facebook and Twitter at TalkinPets.com. T-A-L-K-I-N Pets.com. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.